Uh, yeah, 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 what's happening? Y'all know what it is or what it's about. Welcome back to another episode of J. Rudd's World, the realest podcast in the world. As always, I'm your host, J. Rudd. Follow the podcast. I, I gotta say this first, otherwise I'm gonna forget to do it. Make sure that you guys follow the podcast and hit that notification bell so that way you guys won't miss an episode. I don't take my podcast for granted. Uh, it's very nice to have a platform to where I can just get up and speak my honest opinions about things that are going on in the world. Without getting shadow banned or canceled. Well, I haven't been canceled yet. Actually, yes, I have. I have been canceled. That's why half of my main accounts are just gone. And they won't give me my main accounts back. Which I guess can be a good thing or or, or a bad thing. I don't, I don't know. But as far as the podcast goes, Spotify. I might have to have a conversation with you after the show. Because I was looking through my episodes. And not two, but three of my episodes are missing. And I know for a fact that I didn't delete those episodes. So we might need to have a conversation after the show. Huh? All right. All right. Yeah, some crazy stuff. <laughs> but anyway, hey, if you guys want to follow me on social media, all the social media platforms that I'm on, hit my link tree and it's going to take you guys right there. I got to give my shout outs, man. Shout out to Betty. Shout out to Amanda Rocks. Shout out to uh, Helen Blondell. Shout out to Everett Ferguson. Did I say Cass Slightly? Shout out to Cass Slightly. Shout out to Mona. Shout out to Zach Stone. Quentin Stone. Shout out to Drea. Uh, all the people that I just named. Oh, shout out to the Big Head and Pudding podcast as well. Everybody who I just named, they're superstars in their own right. They're content creators, artists, musicians, just really great people. And make sure that you guys just go and follow them. Uh, they're doing great things, man. Bright futures ahead of each and every single one of them. <laughs> Uh, so we might as well just get into the topic of this conversation, get into the topic of this episode. That did not make sense. Get into the topic of this conversation. We, we might as well just get into the topic of this episode. And then afterwards, you guys could tune out or unfollow me or change your five-star rating to a two-star rating because I might just ramble about some stuff that nobody really cares about afterwards. But Jake Paul fought Tommy Fury yesterday. I didn't watch the whole thing. As a matter of fact, I seen the highlights because I wasn't really that interested in watching the whole fight. Um, I don't know. It, it's not just something that I. It, it wasn't really something that I was interested in. As a matter of fact, Saturday, my boy hit me up talking about, hey, man, are you going to watch the fight? I said, no, I'm not going to watch the fight. I'll probably just seen highlights. I'll probably just watch the highlights. <laughs> you know, he says, well, you should watch the fight, man. I said, why? Well, I mean, if you do watch the fight, you know, why don't you say we can just, why don't we say we make it interesting? And I'm just here to let you guys know, anytime somebody says, hey, let's make things interesting, or they say, hey, you want to make things interesting, and it has to do with a boxing match, or a football game, a basketball game, hell, you could be participating in the event. Anytime they say something, hey, let's make this interesting, that mainly means you want to bet money. Do you want to bet money on this? Huh? You want to bet money? You want to bet 400K like Drake? <laughs> Shout out to Drake. I haven't talked about him since the hostile incident. You want to bet $400,000 on Jake Paul to win this fight? Huh? Me? Nah, man. I, I'm more like a, hey, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll bet a, a $1.75. $1.75 that Jake Paul knocks out Tommy Fury. I didn't really, I didn't really say that. But, you know, for... for a lot of us blue-collared working people, 
You know what I mean? We're not betting, you know, that much money. We're not betting four hundred thousand dollars on. Well, you, you might even you might have four hundred thousand dollars, but we're not betting that much money. At least for me, I ain't betting that much money on a Jake Paul fight. I'm not betting any money on anything, really. But he says you want to make things interesting. I said, bro, I'm not even gonna watch it. <laughs> so no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet you any money. But it turns out Tommy Fury won by split decision. Right now. In my mind, I'm thinking, well, allegedly, I think Tommy Fury is a real boxer. I mean, just look at the dude's record. The dude is 9-0, okay? Well, man, he, he's now, he's now 9-0. He's, he's won four by knockout and five by decision. And I don't know. I haven't really, I guess I didn't really do that much research on the dude. I don't know what his... I mean, I know his fighting record, but I don't know who he's fought. I don't know if he's fought, like, actual boxers, which pro- I mean, it probably has. I mean, allegedly. I, I'm, I'm going to do some more research. I don't know what it is. But from what, I, from what I know, Jake Paul, he hasn't really been fighting any, like, boxers, so to speak. You know what I mean? Allegedly, right? And if he is fighting boxers, you know, they're, like, retired. You know, they haven't been in the ring in, like, 100 years or... Nate Robinson, Nate Robinson wasn't really even a boxer. He was a basketball player, right? He's pulling people from all these different sports. Pulling somebody from the NHL. Shout out to the Blackhawks. <laughs> Chicago, man, got to represent, you know what I mean? Pulling people, I mean, I, I'm over-exaggerating. He didn't pull it. But, you, you know, it's just like, like, come on now, man. But if there's one thing about, if there's one thing about the Paul brothers, man, both Jake and Logan, they know how to entertain. I'll give them them. They know how to entertain. It's like WWE with them. You know what I mean? Speaking of which, Logan Paul, didn't he do WWE, right? Over there in Saudi Arabia. He was a WWE star for a little bit. And then he hurt himself, right? He's got an energy drink called Prime, which is good, by the way. My favorite is Lemon Lime. I like that. It's the official drink of the UFC now. These, these guys are doing it. I can't hate on that, man. I, I I can't hate on it. But for me, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, Tommy Fury is probably going to knock this dude out. He's probably going to knock Jake Paul out unless they have like a deal or something like that. <laughs> Saying, hey, man, don't knock me out. <laughs> but hey, man, but make it look good. <laughs> you know, because you know some of these contracts be kind of sketchy. Come on now, man. You know these contracts be kind of sketchy. Huh? But... Some people, they were thinking, man, Tommy Fury, he's a real boxer, right? He, he's a real, even though this dude has nine fights. <laughs> it's like, he, he's, he's a real boxer. He's going to knock Jake Paul out, right? And all the Jake Paulers are going to be, uh, we're like, oh, man, well, Jake Paul's going to knock him out. Nobody knocked anybody out. It was a split decision. <laughs> I'm watching the highlights, man. It, it, I don't know, man. It just seems as if, like, Jake Paul was, like, doing a lot more hugging than he was fighting. I'm surprised nobody knocked each other out, and nobody knocked anyone out, though. But, of course, man, Jake Paul fans are mad. They're upset. You know what they're saying? <laughs> you know what they were saying? They're saying, oh, man, it's rigged. It's scripted, yada, yada. But before, whenever Jake Paul was winning all those uh, boxing matches against uh, people from different sports and stuff like that, before it was, oh man, he's the best boxer in the world. Oh man, he, he's great. He's gonna like <laughs> you guys were, you guys were D riding him. You guys were riding his D hard, man. You guys were just like on his nuts, bro. Y'all were on his nuts whenever he was beating people that were like a hundred years old, coming out from different sports and stuff like that. He's the best boxer in the world. Now he loses to Tommy Fury. All of a sudden, oh man, it's scripted. 
It's rigged. <laughs> we were saying the exact same thing about Jake Paul's past fights. It's like, man, this is not right about this. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, the Paul brothers, man, you love to hate them, man. You either love them or you hate them. But if there's one thing, man, those dudes, they know exactly how to put on a show. They know how to put on a show. Yo, man, and Tommy Fury, I was watching I was watching the post-fight, the, the, the press conference with Jake Paul. And Jake Paul said that Tommy Fury like basically gave him props. So I guess that means that in people's heads that Jake Paul is somewhat of a decent a decent boxer. He said that Tommy Fury said, Hey man, I've been doing this since I was six years old. You've only been doing this for a couple of years, man, but hey, I give you props. I mean I guess that's good to say that Jake Paul's like a decent fighter. I'm just we're just kind of we just kind of questioned some of his opponents, you know what I mean? Nothing, you know, we just kind of questioned some of his opponents. That's it. That's all. But, I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. So, congratulations to Tommy Fury. Winning by split decision. Jake Paul fans, you guys could cry a river. You know, I think he's still going to do it. Jake Paul's still going to fight or at least get better or something like that. But, I mean... It is what it is, man. The Paul brothers, man, they've been around for some time. They got started on the, on the Vine, right? The app, that short video app. And then I saw them on a Disney channel, Bizarre Vark, whenever that was popular. And then uh, after Disney, they, you know, did, you know, their own thing. But I don't know. Those guys came. Those guys come a long way, man. Social media superstars, bro. Social media superstars. Hmm. I wonder when I'm going to become a social media superstar. But do I really want to become a social media superstar? I've seen all that stuff that you guys got to go through with stuff like that. There was a time when I thought I wanted to be famous. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't really don't want to be famous no more. You know, because I see everything that you guys go through. I don't know. But sometimes it's just like you really don't have to be famous in order to go through what celebrities go through. Because when you think about it, celebrities, it's just regular people. That's what it is. Celebrities, they want to be celebrated. We put some of these people up on a pedestal and expect them to be perfect. And then whenever they screw up one time, it's just like, oh, you know, your whole world starts to shatter. It's like your world revolved around this one person. Then whenever you find out that they're not perfect or that they're human, you know, your whole world just starts falling apart. So, uh, that is what it is with that. But Tommy Fury, hey, man, congratulations, Jake Paul. I wish you much success, bro. I wish you much success. You know what? We should go. You know, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to. Because some people might take this seriously. I don't want to fight Jake Paul. I don't want to do it. I mean, I might have to train. But when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm going to fight Jake Paul. <laughs> oh, man. They had uh, they had the event in Saudi Arabia, and I think more people from the states flew out to Saudi Arabia to come see that fight. More people, I think, more people from the states went to Saudi Arabia than the events that they have over here in the states, which says something. I don't know. I guess people like overseas events. Or... No, it is what it is, man. Moving up, moving off from the Paul brothers, moving off from the Paul brothers to Tommy Fury, Jake Paul fight. And at this point, whenever you guys, if you guys haven't already, y'all can tune out because I'm just going to be going on a rant about some things that nobody really cares about. I warned you. 
I want you. NASCAR. Hey, man. I'm a NASCAR fan. I've been a NASCAR fan for quite some time. They had their race in Fontana yesterday at the Auto Club Speedway. I've been there a few times with my dad and my brother. And Kyle Busch, I'm not a big Kyle Busch fan, but he won the race. And my driver, Chase Elliott, finished second. Now, second place may not be bad for you guys, but from the words of Ricky Bobby, a fictional freaking character, shout out to Will Ferrell. If you went first, you're last. And I do not like Kyle Busch at all for reasons. I might go and do another podcast, but I don't like that dude at all. So I'm thinking to myself, man, if I would have just had a caution, if somebody would have wrecked, if somebody would have wrecked, I probably would have gotten him on the restart. Chase would Chase Elliott would have gotten him on the restart and won that race. I haven't always been a Chase Elliott fan, guys. I've been a Jeff Gordon fan. Then he retired, so I said, dang, now I gotta pick another driver. And so in 24, man, that was my number. I still have 24 gear. I gotta change my gear around. But when Chase Elliott came in the number 24 car, I was thinking to myself, I said, man, I hope this dude is good. <laughs> I hope this man is good. Because if he's terrible, if he's terrible, I'm going for another driver. I might even go to a different team. But, hey, he ended up being real good. Then he switched over to the nine car. I said, hey, you know, I might stick with the, I might stick with Chase for a while. I might stick with the dude for a while. So that's that. I have one shirt. I have one shirt. But then I got, like, a, a lot of die-cast cars and stuff like that uh, of uh, the number nine car. So, but, yeah. I was thinking to myself, man, like whenever he came to the number 24 car, I said, man, if he if he's not good, they should just retire Jeff's number. Just retire the number because that's a legendary number. Jeff, Jeff Gordon's number 24 and Dale Earnhardt. Rest in peace to Dale Earnhardt. The three car 24 and three. Those are legendary numbers. I might be some other legendary numbers, too. But like the two biggest ones, man. 24. In the three car, of course, you know Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, man, he's he he's won uh, he's a good two one seven championship. That's my dad's driver, Jimmy Johnson. Um, I believe this year this year's his last year of the race. But they should just get that. You know, they should just retire. They should just retire the three car. Austin Dillon, hey man, yo, I understand your grandfather's like, well, I understand like your grandfather's Richard Childress and stuff like that. You know, he's a uh, Richard Childress and Dale Earnhardt were like close or what have you, but my man, hey, you, it's kind of like crap. It, it, it's like crapping on legacy, you know what I mean? Like if you, I don't know, man. This is just my honest opinion. I might, I might sound like a douche right now, but for me, if you're going to take the place of another person who has done wonders for the sport, you might as well just be good. You know, that's just like putting on the number 23 just like playing that's that's just like playing for the bulls and putting on the number 23 number when you see the number 23 who do you think of michael jordan so whenever you see somebody who has that 23 jersey on and they're sucking <laughs> you're gonna think this oh dang <laughs> like come on now bro i can't like like retire the number we should just get rid of the number 24 car we should get rid of the number 48 car but most importantly we need to get rid of that number three car because austin dylan come on now man it's a silver spoon. <laughs> you know, whenever people just get handed things. Man, that's my rant. Some of you guys might agree. Some of you guys might disagree. But, my man, it's about legacy. You're crapping on the legacy, man. Speaking of the Chicago Bulls, though, man, we won against the Wizards 
102 to 82, and I am going to be watching that game against the Raptors tomorrow at 4:30. So yeah, shout out to the Chicago Bulls, man. Um, they are making a Zoe 101. You guys remember that old Nickelodeon show back in like in the early 2000s? I was small whenever that show came out. But they're rebooting that and they're making a Zoe 102, allegedly. Right? Zoe 101 and then we have Zoe 102. Why? Why do you guys keep making these? Re- Why? Hollywood, do you guys not have an original thought in your head? You know what it is now? Movies, movies nowadays, you either have like sequels to movies that have been around for like hundreds of years, right? Tom Cruise is like 180 something years old. He's still making Top Gun movies, right? I'm over exaggerating, okay? You either have like these sequels, you got reboots, <laughs> like terrible reboots, and then you have like these biopics, right? Biopics, movies of events with real people that have happened, you know? And it's just like. Like, come on, like, maybe I need to make a movie. I, I need to make a movie, like, an original movie. You understand? Now, I'm not saying that some of these were. I'm, I, w- I will tell you guys this that Bel Air, that Fresh Prince of Bel Air, that reboot or what have you, that, 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 that's actually good. I watch it, okay? I enjoy it. It's turned into like a drama, it's not a comedy. I guess people, like, whenever they saw. The trailer for Bel Air, right? The one on uh, the, the Peacock one, the one that's on Peacock. I guess they expected like you know old you know nineties Will Smith you know comedy and stuff. But nah, it's, it's it's a drama. But for what it's worth, it's good. At least my honest opinion, right? Um, Wu Tang American Saga. That's awesome. Even though some of the characters, some of you guys can play, well, you know, he doesn't sound nothing like RZA. Even though RZA kind of annoyed me. The dude that played RZA, he kind of annoyed me for, during the second season. Boy, hey, make it RZA. You, you guys know how we talk, man. It, it was annoying. <laughs> I mean, season three, season three, he, he doesn't annoy me as much. I guess he fixed the voice. But for what it's worth, man, he did a good job. Even though some people must have, man, they look nothing and sound nothing like the actual characters. For what it's worth, man, it's to tell a story about the Wu-Tang Clan. Anytime you guys see these biopics and stuff like that, man, and they get actors to play historic people, it's, it's mainly about, you know, the, the the life of the historic figure. Like, how many Michael Jackson biopics do we have? How many Michael Jackson movies do we got now? I say the best one. The best one by far, and it's been out since 92, was the Jacksons in American Dream, which wasn't really about Michael Jackson. It was just about the Jackson family, huh? how they went from, you know, uh, from being like kids in like Indiana, Gary, Indiana, to like, you know, how uh, like as huge as they are now, man. The Jacksons, right? Janet, Michael, Jermaine, Tito, and the other guys that nobody really cares about. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but this, But there's too many. But... I watched that movie from time to time, and I know it's by far the best. I didn't think that. I mean, after I watched Flex Wash, uh, Flex Washington, right? <laughs> Yo, man. After I after I see that dude play Michael, I was like, you know what? I'm done with Michael. I'm I'm done with the Michael Jackson. <laughs> hey, man. I said, hey. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with Flex Washington, Mr. Flat At. Right. Nah, man. He's nah, Flex Alexander. But you guys know who I'm talking about, man. But after I saw him play my, I was like, nah, I'm done. But now I hear that, uh, well, not I hear, it's actually happening. 
that they have another Michael Jackson movie and his nephew, Jafari Jackson, who makes some pretty good music, is playing uh, is playing Michael. So I will watch that. And then maybe by then I will say, hey, you know what? I'm done with these Michael Jackson movies, man. But that's just what it is, man. Hollywood, they don't really have an original thought in their head no more. So they keep on making these reboots that nobody really wants, you know. And they give and they give too many people with zero talent. They keep giving these people opportunities. I don't know what I mean. I guess everybody deserves an opportunity. However, you guys remember the days whenever you actually used to have talent, like actual talent, in order to like make it. Now you don't have to do nothing. You 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 really don't. Tom Tom Cruise is one hundred eighty something years old. I'm over exaggerating. He's one hundred some eighty years. He's he's one hundred eighty something years old, and he does his own stunts. There's a lot of people that do it. I think Jackie Chan does his own stuff. Like that was talent. Nowadays, you don't have talent, man. You got like these. I don't know. Everything. Everything's. They're making everything too political, and everything's all woke and LGBTQ plus and stuff. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) Uh, It's crazy. Hollywood, do something else. Do something else, or I'm gonna do something. I might as well do something. I might as well make a movie that's gonna piss all y'all off. I don't give two craps, man. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Holly Weird. <sighs> and that's all I got to say about that. I will leave you guys with this. I will leave you guys with this, man. You guys already know I play the drums. I'm a drummer. I've been drumming since I was 12 years old. I saw a video this morning. I forgot the name of the creator. Otherwise, I would tell you guys to go and follow him. But he did this. He did a hired drummer, like a hired, like a hired gun drummer. Versus a social media drummer, and he was playing to the song by Aha, Take On Me, that that I that uh, iconic song, Take On Me. I'm not gonna sing that dang song for you guys. Maybe in a YouTube video, but not here on this podcast. But uh, and this is just so true, man, because there is a huge difference. For those of you guys who don't know, now you know there's a huge difference between a hired drummer for gigs and a social media drummer. Social media drummers. You guys, don't get me wrong, you guys have skills, but a lot of y'all just do too much. I, I'm, I'm going to say, a lot of y'all do too much, man, with the lighting your sticks on fire. You guys got glow-in-the-dark drum sets and, you know, all these crazy effects and stick flips. And, you know, it just seems that some of you guys can't really keep a simple beat. You guys can't really keep time. Compared to like a drummer that's hired for gigs, that's all you do. That's what a drummer is supposed to do. Us drummers, we're supposed to keep time. That's it. That, 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 that's it. You're just supposed to keep time. You know, if you want to go, I mean, there are times that, you know, if you want to go crazy, I'm pretty sure that, you know, if the band lets you go crazy or whoever leads the band, you know, most most gigs that I do, guys, most gigs that I do, I just keep time. You know, I don't really do anything that, the, the that the that the lead singer I, I don't do I don't do anything that he doesn't really tell me to do. So if he doesn't want me to do something, then I'm not gonna do it. I'm just back there. I keep time. I fill here and there. That's how you get paid. But if you're back there and you're flipping your sticks in the air and you're lighting your sticks on fire, and I saw one dude. I mean, it's epic. It's epic. But this one dude, he puts paint on his drums and he just starts banging on it, and then just like it's it's great. You know, for effects, but as for a gig, that's why a lot of you guys ain't getting hired. Because, number one, you guys can't keep time. (laughs) Number two, you guys do too much. So, 
Yeah, I'm gonna leave you guys. I'm gonna leave you guys with that. I gotta make some more content for my YouTube channel. We're at 430 subscribers on J Rudd Music. I'm trying to get up to a thousand. I know, depending on the type of content that you guys make and the type of platform that you guys are, it's hard to get subscribers, man. It's hard to get members uh, for your channel. You know, to pay you guys or what have you. But, I mean, for me, guys, I mean, I'm just having fun, man. I just love, one thing I love to do, man, is, like, I love to make music. I love to play drums, man. I love to sit on my cajon. I love to sing. I, I love doing all of that, man. And so, I'm going to do it for as long as the good Lord lets me do it. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't do nothing crazy. A lot of you guys want me to do some crazy stuff, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm not about that, man. You guys go. Guys go to go to Instagram or even YouTube if you guys want to see people flip their sticks up in the air and you know break their symbols and stuff like that, man. <laughs> you know that's just me. Um, I want to get to a thousand subscribers, like I just said. I don't really have a specific timeline. I don't really have like a deadline of when I want to reach it. It's just, hey, man, when I get there, I get there. And then my next goal will be 2,000 and 3,000 and so on. So, But make sure that you guys subscribe to the channel, like the videos, leave a comment, all that other good stuff. Yesterday, I uploaded my cover of Shoulders by For King and Country. I want to go see them again. I might do some Torn Wells covers. Today, I'm doing uh, Brandon Lake's Gratitude because I love that song. So keep on the lookout for that. And I leave you guys with that. Peace and blessings. I'm out.